Welcome to life, the grand adventure. During this adventure, there are many twists and turns, each of which leads on a new path of our journey. Luckily for us all, we have a guide with us for this adventure. Oftentimes, we try to make life too complicated. Hello, I'm Adam, and I have great news for you. Life is actually quite simple, and if you come along with me on this podcast journey, I will share with you one simple fact about life and faith. It's that simple. I'll be reading sections of Deuteronomy 6, starting with verse 1. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear Israel, and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. To verse 13, fear the Lord your God, serve him only. Verse 14, do not follow other gods. And concluding with 24 and 25, the Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper and be kept alive, as is the case today. And if we are careful to obey all this law before the Lord our God, as he commanded us, that will be our righteousness. So we're in Deuteronomy. And Moses is addressing the Israelites on the plains of Moab right as they're about to enter the land, the promised land of Israel. He's relaying to them God's laws and teaching them how to follow the Lord. This passage is especially important to parenting. It instructs parents to teach the law to their children. It says to impress the law on your children. Talk about the law when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. In the Old Testament, the Israelites were instructed to teach their children the law at all points, make it part of their lives. Now, we don't have to follow the law as the Israelites did thanks to the sacrifices of Jesus. He didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. But we are to teach our children about Christ, to teach our children how to live a Christian life, how to be Jesus followers, and how to live like him in this world. Now, if, if you are listening to me on the podcast, this part will make no sense. But if you're looking at me on YouTube, you will see that I look like a bum right now. I look like I am... I didn't get dressed up. I was I was going to go take a shower before I did this. I've got my, my headband on. I got my exercise clothes from Men's Alliance today. I came home. I cleaned out the garage. I mowed the lawn. So I'm covered in grass. I'm covered in dirt. I'm covered in muck. I personally didn't clean up, pur purposefully didn't clean up rather, 
because this episode is called Dad's Example. And one thing that I learned from my father is hard work. It's a mentality that I carry with me is to complete a complete a project, complete work that I've done and to put 110% into it. So today I did my exercise, did my devotion with the Men's Alliance, came home. And one of my goals today was to get the garage serviceable for the summer. It's something I do every year at the end of the school year. So I got to work. Then I saw the grass needed to be mowed. So I kept going. I mowed the grass. I weed whacked where it needed to be weed whacked. And I am covered in grass and sweaty and stinky. And But you know what? That work ethic was instilled upon me by my father my mother, my family. It's a big part of who we are. So this weekend that I'm recording this is Father's Day. And I just got a couple of stats here from um, a site called Parents Plus Kids, just to get us into thinking about the importance of a father in the life of a child. The percentage of children without a father in the United States is 43%. That's from the Census Bureau. 70% of minors in state facilities are from fatherless homes. Children with fathers are more like, without fathers, are more likely to show disciplinary issues. 71% of all high school dropouts are from fatherless households. This is insane to think. Girls are more likely to have children as a teenager if they grew up without a father. Kids experience fewer behavior issues in school when a father figure is active in their life. Girls discover, develop stronger math skills when growing up with a father figure. That's from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Another stat from them, boys get better grades in school when a father figure is active in their life. Children have a higher rate of drug and alcohol abuse in homes without fathers. That's from the U.S. Census in 2017. So... Uh, a lot of those statistics are why Father's Day is a really hard day for many people. A lot of dads have walked away. Many haven't taken the role of a man. They have not followed God's example of love and been responsible. If you're one of those who's had a father step away or not set that example for you, I'm truly sorry. I feel and I pray for you. But also that, take that, men, take that as a challenge for us. We need to step up where dads are missing. We need to be the men that these fatherless children see and follow. In a previous iteration of this podcast called Dads, God, and Donuts based upon my small group, I talked constantly about being a dad. Each week I would talk about being a dad and part of the opening the opening segment was I would talk about we might be the biological father, we might be the the stepfather, but we also might be the father figure to children who aren't ours. I believe that. There's times where children look up to me as a teacher because I might be the only male in their lives. So men, we need to keep an eye out. Whether you have kids or not, we can all change lives. So that was a, a tangent away, but it's something I so truly believe. All of those statistics that I mentioned early though, earlier though, are to say that dads being present are important. Dads need to be there. No one can argue that point. Some of the statistics in different areas, people will argue their percentages and if they are exact or not, but the main foundation is dads are important. Dads are even more important 
in the most important part of our life, which is our faith. A children's faith and their continued desire to stay on their faith journey and attend church as adults hinges on dads. The thing that a lot of people miss is it hinges also on dads plus moms together. It's a team effort. Rick Johnson, Rick Johnson in his book, Better Dads, Stronger Dads, said this. When only mom takes her son to church while they're growing up, approximately 15% of boys remain churchgoers after they become adults. However, if dad takes an active role with mom in leading the family to church, the number who continue their spiritual journey increases to somewhere around 75%. That's a significant difference that speaks to the power men have to be spiritual influences on their sons. That's astounding that's amazing i do love that he said doing it together that he did it with the mom it's a team effort i truly believe that now i was lucky i had a very involved dad he was there my entire life my dad was involved in church he took us to church he went with us to church he sat with us in church at church he took leadership roles he was a teacher at church. He was a member of the church. He was a deacon of the church. He taught Sunday school at church for many decades. He taught youth at church. He worked with youth at church. I could go on and on. I really think that's why I am where I am today. He set the stage for me. I don't think I'd be doing anything I do today with the, with the podcast or with my connect group or working with men's ministry or any volunteering within the church, if not for the example he set for me. When I write for the podcast or write studies for the connect group, I think back to seeing my dad writing notes each week for his Sunday school class that he led for years. He modeled that. I didn't realize it until I was older. And I really realized that as I was writing the notes for this podcast, that it was his example that got me here to where I am, to what I'm doing in my roles within the church. Every morning I would see him read his Bible daily. I saw him at the table with his Bible and his upper room devotional. I knew that he also listened to the Bible in the truck that he drives every day as he's delivering parts. That's etched on my mind. It motivates me to follow the example and be in the word. I'm a lucky statistic. I owe it to my dad and my wonderful mom who got the Mother's Day podcast episode, which putting them together could be another episode due to both of them being there. That is why I am in church. But anyways, I owe it to my dad and his dedication to Christ. He owes it to his grandfather who introduced him to Jesus and taught him many years ago. God says that generations will affect generations. In Deuteronomy 4, God through Moses tells the Israelites to listen to the laws and make them known to your children and your children's children. Generational knowledge. What I am doing today is affecting my kids' children. What happened generations ago affects me. That's huge responsibility. Sometimes that has to be reset. Sometimes you got to create that. I have friends who are first generation Christians in their family. 
and they have to build that. They're the first generation growing to the next. That's awesome. That's a parent responsibility. It's a dad responsibility. So thank you, dad. I love you. Your example has led me to continue the path of faith and set that example for my children. I attend with my children. I serve alongside them at church. They listen to this podcast weekly. We do devotionals together. We make faith a central focus of all we do in our house. And I owe that to the foundation that was set before me. So it's that simple. Dads, be there for your children. Lead them in faith. Set the example they are to follow. Their faith walk depends on it. Teach others as well. You might be the only man they see leading for Christ in their lives. Be a, being a man of faith will change lives and have eternal benefits to those you impact. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for my dad. Thank you for those hours he sat there and modeled Bible reading, modeled church attendance, modeled writing his Bible lessons every week and how they inspired me and led me to where I am today. Thank you for the love that he gave me, that he showed me. Lord, we also pray for all of our brothers and sisters who weren't as lucky, who fathers might not be there. And I have friends who say it makes it harder to grow in their faith, knowing that you are the good father. And they know that, but they have that stigma from the bad father that was in their life. They know your love. Help us as men to show them your love, to be your example in the world. Help us to continue to further your kingdom. Help us to support each other. Help us to support those that might not have a father around. Be that example that that child needs. Give us as men confidence to step up. We can't do it alone. We need you. We need each other. So we need to rely on each other. We need to at first rely on you and listen to read your word, listen to what you're teaching us, listen to all you have to say and impart it on our children as God commanded the Israelites. It's still for us today. Lord, bless all those dads out there that are stepping up. Be on the hearts of those that may have stepped away to step back in and to be there for those kids. Heal the hearts of those that are in pain. Help us all to be your light on the hill in all we do. In Jesus' name, amen. So here's a challenge for the week. Dads, step up, lead. If you are, continue. Always be willing to grow. Lead in church and be that example for other kids who might not have a dad or positive father figure in their lives. So I've been sharing for a week. I am partnering with Anchored Apparel. It's amazing clothes. I call it, as I've said before, uh, t-shirt ministry. Cool stuff that you can go. If you use the code, it's that simple. You get a percentage off and I get a little bit that I of money in, but I'm not keeping it. It's going all to the ministry. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. I'm excited. Uh, at the end of, next, of this week, I will be interviewing Terrell Martin. We'll be talking about his gospel music, what led him there. It's going to be an awesome interview. I'll make it part of here, and, it, and it's going to be exclusively on Kingdom Praise Radio. My my amazing uh, brother, Ken Ralph Francois, is 
rocking it over there. Amazing music. It's a great place to just get God every day. www.kingdompraiseradio.com. If you're listening to me on Kingdom Praise Radio, check out the podcast anywhere. you. Can, it's available anywhere and everywhere. Give me a like. Give me a share. Share it with your friends. If you want to just send me a message, the email is it's that simple podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Facebook. It's that simple podcast. I want to talk with you. I want to hear from you. I want us to grow together. I want us to further the kingdom. Men, I want us to be those examples for those children so they want to continue their faith example and grow with you. Have a great week. God bless.